Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Commanders, and welcome to episode 381 of Lave Radio, the show about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Psykit, and joining me in the Orange Side Runner Bar for this episode are our Head of Health and Safety, Ben Mosswoodward, otherwise known as Ed Levice. I, I can't think of anything to say. I, this is like, I don't know, what's going on here? Wait a second, it sounds a little bit a little bit different, doesn't it? I know. Yeah. I know. We, we we also have our inhuman resources director, Commander Shan. Hello. And we also having a day off this week and just being a mere peon like than we normally are, we have our chief archivist, Commander Phoenix Defire, Colin Ford. Good evening. Oh, it's so relaxing. It's weird, isn't here. it? <laughs> so relaxing. Please don't pee on us. Why would I pee on you? Why would you I, I think this is this is one of um, Shan's kinks. You know, it, it's just one no, of these. No, no. You just have to roll with it so and just keep on going. No, no. Ah, you, you, you adding to the algorithm, is, mate. Now you said this is, this is the rest of us mere peons, and that's what the word. Anyway. Yes, thank you, Shan. Cool. I, I am picturing Colin sitting no. back with a gin. Actually, oh, thank you. Yeah, you're actually quite yeah. right. I am. I am just chilling back here in the back of this sidewinder with Olivia and brandy and coke. So yeah, we get to head drunk Colin again because drunk Colin was a lot of fun. <laughs> drunk Colin might actually be my favourite Colin. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> How was he actually at um, the shindig? I, I'm still here. I'll just point that out. I am still here. <laughs> He was fine. He was fine. I'd had, I'd had, I was the one who had the copious gins. I, by the time I'd hit my like fifth gin, I cannot remember anything else that happened. Uh, the most I remember Colin at the event was he was sitting down playing with his toys, mostly. Um, as, as we all want to do. Um, I, if you I do wish, enough. if you do wish, you can join us live. Um, I believe Ben is hanging out in game. What are you doing, Ben? I've been doing the CG, but I'm, I'm making my way back to Lave. Um, nice. I'll probably be about seven jumps away in this thing. Okay. Okay, cool. So um, get ready to ambush Ben when he gets back. That'd be great. 
Um, thank him. Thank him. <laughs> if you can't join us in game, you can also join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live and clicking on live chat and via twitch.tv slash laveradio. So I think we'll start by going, going around and seeing what everybody has been up to this week. As per usual, let's start with Colin. What have you been up to this week, my lovely? My birthday on Sunday. Yay. That was that's uh, another turn of the world, I think. Happy birthday yeah. for Sunday. Yes, happy birthday to me. Uh, basically, we went for... <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do that joke. You can. <laughs> oh. Well, ironically, uh, we went to see the big movie that came out this week, and we also had tapas, which was eight separate plates. Uh, so that meant it was dinner, 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 Batman. So there you go. <laughs> He's there all week. What yeah. a comedian! What a comedy moment! You went to the, you went to a restaurant to so you could say that joke. No, it, it's it's well, something that just occurred restaurant. to me. It, it's just something I I it occurred to me yes, uh, yesterday. So you know, I suddenly realised, oh, I can use that joke. Um, in in game, I've actually been uh, discovering some of the space bits that have been that happens in um, on foot missions, and it makes such a difference. I've been doing massacre missions, and um, after you've finished with all the all the people on the ground, you, you, I'm just flying back to leave station, not a care in the world, and then all of a sudden, I'm jumped by pirates or or basically people who have put a price on my head for me doing the massacre. I think that's great. Um, that's yeah, um, I do think they still need to work out a little bit of the the text because it's uh, you. We are attacking you from commander something. We've been hired by. A dollar hash 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 commander name hash hash dollar. So I think I think they've got a couple of things things to resolve there. I got a, I got a key code today for a um one of the one of the things that you have to open to retrieve the nonsense, and the key code was hash hash key code. So it happens a lot of places. I think. Um, what if, go ahead. What if it's a real name or the real key? Because you know, the most normally, common password is password. So what? If normally, this it's, a, is, it's a keyboard. You know, it's a it's a keypad for you to do it. So um, it's difficult to find hash hash key code within a number pad. So unless it's a number pad with the letters all over it, like old school. But um, they don't like the they don't even do that be. anymore. Yeah, back in the day, Sham, what have you been up to this week? Uh, um, well, I haven't been in Elite at all, I'm afraid, because I have been playing and finishing the uh, main storyline of the new Guild Wars expansion. So yes, you can drink early, but no, I, I really enjoyed it because they've been, they've been telling the, a, a, the story for about 10 years because Guild Wars came, 2 came out in 2012, you see, and this was the accumulation of 10 years' worth of player-driven story. I really enjoyed it. Some of the game mechanics have really got polished and improved and they're just really enjoyable. I mean, my peak at the moment is, is if you, you're like a, a map the entire region and up to 200 people can get involved in defeating the big big bad boss and you have 10 groups of 20 people all doing sub parts to get the um map ready for the main boss to attack and yeah it's just brilliant love that sort of thing having to coordinate with 200 people and and stuff like that so yeah i really enjoyed it uh out of game Hobbs has been to the vet today. Nothing too serious, I hope. Well, no, he was off his food and he wasn't really playing with... He wasn't really in the mood to play. He just 
dope around, which some people might like in a, in a cat, but for a Bengal, it's a bit off. So, but apparently, what happened is he had a um, an inflamed throat because new cat um, and him have been getting on really well in spite of the picture. And uh, Hobbs has been licking and grooming said little cat, which has to be covered in flea medicine. So the flea medicines made his throat all puff up. So, but he's better. He's better. We went to the vet. He didn't like the car journey very much. Um, but he liked, he he hated the thermometer up the bum even less. I remember the first time one of our cats um, having the thermometer up the bum. Um, one time, as you so so eloquently put it, um, she I literally so screamed glad. into my hand. It was wonderful. I'm so glad you said it was one of my cats. One of my I, cats. I, I, yeah. I was afraid of where you were going with that. Well, I remember when I had my thumbnail. It didn't happen to myself. I think Ben was talking about another word for cat, weren't you, Ben? No. Jesus, no. Ben, what have you been up to this week on that note? Oh, I also went to see Batman, but I, I, I did Batman dinner, I'm afraid. So I can't make that joke. Would it be popcorn bat- Batman dinner? I don't know. Anyway, uh, did that uh, with my brother-in-law and my son. I really enjoyed it, actually. I thought it was very good. Uh, and then I've been doing the CG in Elite, and honestly, that's really been about it. Yeah, everything else, I've been, I've been doing a lot of tinkering, I suppose you could say. Um, but that's more of interest to me and possibly the stream. So anyone who's in the pre-show might have seen that we had a countdown timer. And that's because I was playing with things yesterday and over the weekend and stuff like that. You know, I find that kind of thing exciting, but everyone else just calls me a sad bastard. So Is, is the countdown timer timing to our official live time or is it a... It's timing to our it? official time. Right, so um, it's, it's going to be right in about one in ten shows then. It was right tonight. I also found... Oh, so you guys... Everyone knows the happy Sidewinder that Moosey did. Um, and he made it into a looping gif and all that kind of stuff. And another commander went off and put it into a video with very happy, chimey, plinky-plonky music. You can make that your... You know how when you you boot into Odyssey and it comes up saying Odyssey and it goes wah and all that crap? Well, instead of that, you can play, I think, probably any WebM. And it'll... You'll, so basically, when I boot into Elite now, I'm playing that happy... The happy Sidewinder video. And it's hilarious. And it just makes... It makes booting into Odyssey so much fun. It's amazing. But also that tune is very much an earworm. Um, it's also apparently incredibly loud at the moment. <laughs> In my, okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, music, uh, music drowning us out might make for a better show, actually. I mean, any time that... If I can press that button whenever Shan starts to speak, that'd be great. Oh, oh yeah, them. yeah. You're not allowed, to, not allowed to abuse your position as chief peon. <laughs> Chris Sorry, that's my fault. Earlier. That... It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, if we're ever getting too negative, any of us can just, you know, call up the friendship drive. <laughs> and he'll just play that instead of us for a couple of minutes. I mean, Actually, I mean we just all... like a nice fade out of that would be wonderful. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I wonder if we should make it um, listener triggered. So if enough listeners trigger it, it goes off <laughs> and we only... Yeah, the problem is though all the yeah, all people would be doing would be like spamming no, no, you can, exclamation mark. You can, time, you, can, you can time limit it, can't you? You can now have it says only once every hour and a half or something like that. So <laughs> only so it only happens once a show. But 
I don't know. It's sort of sort of like the uh, lay radio version of the guy with a crook and yanking you off stage. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like stuff like that. Like that, Ben. I love right. I love tinkering I'm... in OBS. You're you're speaking my language there. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's basically been about my excitement things. Oh, Psychocaz said that joy over Ben every time. Oh, I think Ben's quite joyous sometimes. That's not the kind of joy over Ben he's on about. Oh, oh, he yeah. had to take it there. <laughs> Sorry, back to you, Psychic. No, that's quite all right. No, by all means, Colin, I'll have it so hard and all that. Um, <laughs> what have I been up to this week? Um. I, 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 my, my lovely sister came up and visited over the weekend and we played some board games. We played Escape from the Dark Sector, which is a sister game to Escape from the Dark Castle, but it's a sci-fi, a sci-fi change to that. And you have laser guns and you try and shoot and it's a co-op game. So you all um, eventually die. It's a very difficult game, um, but that's really fun. Um, and then we also have um, have an ongoing game between the four of us of, um, so me and my husband and her and her husband have an ongoing game of um, Betrayal at the House of the Hill Legacy, which we played a couple of games of, which is another thing that I can highly recommend. Betrayal at the House of the Hill is a, oh, it's a fantastic game. Um, and then we went to the pub. You know, normal stuff, like actually living away from my computer for five minutes. I didn't turn my computer on barely all of the weekend. It was great. In game, my faction is currently in in infrastructure failure. So I've been trying some of those reactivation missions. How's that been going? Been enjoying them? It's been alright. It's been alright on and off. I died a couple of times because I, I I constantly forget to um I constantly forget to turn my shields on um when I when I just jump out of a ship as per usual I just forget to jump my um jump my shields out jump and put my shields on for the fact that. I have a new command in chat, which is literally exclamation point, point shields, and it yells at me and does an alarm sound um, to make sure that I put shields on. Because if I don't, a striker comes up behind me and like three shots me with a shotgun, and it's not fun for anyone. Especially me, because I've normally got a fine and then I'm back at a detention centre with no way other than to get, um, get an apex. So yeah, there's that. That's about it of what I've been doing anyway. Um, so we can move over to the development news. Uh, you missed a oh, I did important miss a mission. I did miss a thing. Shan found a, um, a, an assassinate, a politician, Ed Lewise. It wasn't, wasn't my mission. It was uh, someone posted that up in one of the discords. Oh, I have, okay. uh, and I really wish I'd have got that mission, and it would have been even better if it had been a proper Ben rather than just a NPC Ben. That, that appealed to me. I think it'd be quite funny if you got missions up to assassinate real players. I mean, you have the bounty boards, which tells you who the players are. And they're kind of limited in money. I mean, that's 4.7 million, isn't it? And I think the, isn't the cap for a bounty uh, 2 million to stop people farming bounties on each yeah, other? Yeah, it, it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot, but then 4.7 isn't a huge, huge amount of money. Oh, mind you, it? I guess it is just Ben, isn't it? So perhaps that's about right. About the right difficulty level. I do like the um the plus five influence though. That sounds that sounds interesting. Who's that that is who's whose influence is that too though? Uh, does it matter? With the la- influence with the lay radio crew. <laughs> Depends where they found it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what have the devs said this week? <sighs> not not a huge amount. Not a huge amount of good anyway. Um okay, so 
Frontier have added Elise um, Howling as a non-executive director who um, used to work for the BBC as head of digital marketing and communication and was managing director of Freeview and created their play on demand. That That's, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just um, wondering how that dovetails in with the games company. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm just wondering what what um, experience she can add into Frontier with that. Well, digital <laughs> marketing is kind of something Frontier critically seem to need at the moment. I don't think we can argue about that. Interesting that it's a, a non-executive director. I'm not up on directorships and board level stuff. So, what's the difference between a normal director and a non-executive director? I think. Mm-hmm. Shan probably knows this, but... Uh, I think one sits on the board I, and one doesn't. Yeah, I thought non-executives can't basically... They don't have an actual say-say in they things. They have a they vote. Just like, yeah, they don't have a vote in things. They can just sort of give advice and stuff like that, I think. And they get, oh. the, their voice is heard. I could be completely and utterly wrong, though. So they're so a highly paid consultant. With well, shares. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if they get shares, actually. Mm. She might. <laughs> one can execute the staff and the other one can't. I mean... Thanks, Mac. I mean, I'm sure that would be the case. Yeah, non-executive is more of a consultant. That, that's what... I, I literally have no idea. I don't understand how businesses work. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. apparently um, they don't engage the day-to-day management of the organisation, but they're involved in policy-making and planning exercise. So, yeah, highly paid consultant. Fair play. Fair play. Bringing someone on to, to do that works... Works for me. Um, Frontier have also been shortlisted for Major Outstanding Studio of the Year at the MCV Develop Awards. I've never heard of it if anyone else has. I've seen a couple of things pop up on Twitter from other, not just Frontier, but from other um, companies as well and other other places going, oh, we've been shortlisted as well. I've never heard of it before this year. They haven't been awarded for the BAFTAs. I don't think there's anything there for the BAFTAs at all. Normally they get at no, least I've not one. I've not seen the video game awards, don't they? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. There's still more time for them to have been shortlisted for other things, I think. According, according to their webpage, um, they've been going, MCV awards have been going for 20 years, and it's UK only. Um, and the awards introduced a new democratic process whereby NCV developed subscribers were instrumental in determining who took home the accolade. So is this one of these vote for me click things, do you think? Maybe. Well, that's that's the thing. Say five years ago that award would probably be a lot more relevant. Now the the list of British developers, as per what we were discussing last week, has shrunk quite a lot. Tinfoil hat moment. That's why they don't want to sell outside the UK. Well, ju- just for this one award that like we yeah. haven't heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want to something there, Shan. <laughs> oh, man. Hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, also, this week in other Frontier News, before we get on to like, the, the, the stuff that we could have had a lot more things to talk about but um before we get on to that the f1 manager 2022 has been announced with a great with a great small small youtube video just announcing it for the first time i'm really excited about the f1 game because i was very little when i when my dad first introduced me to formula one and it's always been like a little thing that i've kind of been following and Did now have... I feel like I can follow it properly again. 
Is there a feature in the game where you can storm into race director's office and have a fit until they change the rules to what you want them to? It, what is it? The, the, the door quote? Somebody said something about a door. My husband went insane about this the other day, about some kind of, oh, my door, you got my door. So that I think there was swearing in there as well. But um, we've been we've been watching like, like documentaries that are on Netflix about um, Formula One recently, and they're so good. Yeah, the, the, my, the, my son uh, is into his F1. Yeah, so we've been following Drive to Survive and all the others. And it's, it, it, it's, it does become a bit of a, I don't know, rule lawyers? Yeah. There was um, speculation though, at the end of this season that part of the motivation for the ending of this season was because of the Netflix stuff. Possibly. can't Possibly. see how, because Verstappen wasn't taking part in the Netflix documentary. But haven't they also said now that... It was it was a bad call or something along those lines. Haven't they come out and say this is this is very very off topic? And I'm not one for being off topic very often. No, they've. I mean, Lewis Hamilton has stepped back and said, "Okay, accept the results." But the race manager who who made that call has since been let go or been forced to resign, and there's all a whole lot of shenanigans about whether or not Mercedes persuaded people to get rid of it and all that kind of stuff yeah so um <clears throat> it, it it was a controversial end so do you think you'll buy the f1 game or would you rather have an f1 racing game if you well to? i know that my son has now got upstairs he's got uh he spent an absolute fortune on new steering wheels and pedals and things like that to so he's far more interested in the uh the driving side of it i might have a look at the look at it i'll, I'll see how it is but if it does turn into into football manager, like it, if you notice, it put the year after the end, so they might next year come out with an F one manager twenty three, and do exactly what EA do, which David David Braben always criticised EA for doing. You just change the team, just change the people in the teams. Yeah, and you change the number at the end. <laughs> I, what, when was the last time we had? There was a formula. EA did a Formula One manager game years ago. So by that right, we should get another one in like twenty thirty something like that. If we want it. Well, no, the the F EA got the rights for the actual F one simulator game. Yeah, but there was also a manager game a really long time ago, like super early on. Um, back in the days where you could choose to have Nigel Mansell on your team, we're talking. We're um, a little oh, late eighties, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a little, a little later than that. But you could have, um, you could have Nigel Mansell on your team. Um, it's a, it's a very long time ago, sort of um, mid nineties, I would say, because he was racing when I was first introduced to it. But um, like, like in that time, and I think that's the last one that we had. Mansell retired in '95. There we go. So yeah, you could have have Nigel Mansell in your in your game, and that's the last time there was a Formula One management game. So it's been a while. I think it's due one. Let's see how it goes and see a bit more of it. But um, it's got a whole it's got a whole other community team behind it. I'm really interested. I'm quite excited about it. It'll be interesting. I mean, the last time I played the management game was uh, with Football Manager by Kevin with Kevin Toms. You know, the guy with the beard. He's been on the adverts. That that's what mid eighties, yeah, exactly. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all right. I tend to. I, I had a go on my um, on my brother's uh, football manager game, and it kind of got a bit boring because it was more, more like um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I deal with enough spreadsheets at work, really. Not an Eve player either, then. <laughs> uh, no. But no, it, it's, it's good on Frontier for making a go of it, and it'll be interesting to see how well it does along the real F1 fans. You know, the, the ones who live, breathe, and everything get, rather than the, the casual viewer. The F1. ones who are like, I could manage this, I could do this. <laughs> Those yeah, exactly, yeah. Trust me, though, they will lap this up. They will, if they've gone into the amount of detail that um, fans of this game need, then they'll lap it up. And judging by, I mean, if it's got Adam Woods in it, because he's a real petrol head, um, he, uh, Adam, he'll make sure that they've got all the nuts, the bolts, and all the differentials you'll ever need in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited. Did they give a release date? Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, uh, 20 summer? Summer, I think, was the word. Can I ask a question out of ignorance? Is the person doing the talking a known voice, or is he just somebody? What, what do you mean? The person who's doing the... The person who's doing the voiceover of the of the video. He's not a known voice, but they do have uh, the known voices, the current commentary team from the yeah. F1 guys. They will be doing taking part in it. Yeah, because he tweeted saying that he'd done a load of VO for it, didn't he? It's very, I'm very excited. <laughs> it, it's such a shame they couldn't like take samples of Murray Walker and then put the commentary in for Murray Walker, even though it's new stuff. Because for, for my old-fashioned mind, it's not a commentary unless it's Murray Walker and James Hunt. I mean, it's difficult. There's, there, I, I mean, there, there is some kind of time travel thing which means that it's really, really difficult. The limitations of no tra- time travel in today's world means that it's really really difficult for them to go and get murray walker's voice but i suppose they could sample <laughs> he's done a lot enough, of the stuff he's done enough, com- he's done enough commentary to put it together but yeah, yeah i bet you they could go off and do some kind of yeah oh like the deep fake stuff but with voice on commentary i hate to say this um they've already tried the deep fake with the voice luke skywalker's voice in the in the book of boba fett that was all ai generated i think yeah no there's no more at all what they pay him did they pay him for using his voice yeah yeah he was there and he gave direction as well this is how we're gonna do it everyone's got a murray walker impression in them i suppose I, I would go I would go around and ask for that, but I don't think I'm going to. Go on, Sai, come on. You you made the claim. No. I don't even no. know who Murray Walker is, so Oh my god, that hurts me. That actually hurts me, Ben. That makes me really bad. That makes me so sad. Um and speaking of things that make people really sad, look at that, look at that segue. Oh, that um, was so smooth. I know, right? I, it was a bit of a shame of the fact that I drew everyone to it afterwards, because that wouldn't yeah. But um, on Monday, we had an update from the team saying that due to an unforeseen issue, they will be moving Odyssey Update 11 by a few days. Um, So we will keep you updated when we have more news to share, Um, which was a bit of a pain because it would have been really cool to have been able to go through some patch notes today and have a have a bit of a chat about them. I'm actually quite glad they delay these things because I'd much rather them delay it than push out. Oh, 100%. the uproar of it so i can wait a few days for update 11 um i was to be fair i was more interested in what you can change your interior for for your carrier 
would you, yeah. you know, is it going to be like going into space Ikea and then choosing all the, the look and stuff, or are they going to uh, have that as earnable in-game items or a combination of both? So, it's yeah. It's going to be arcs. We know it's going to be arcs. Well, it probably will be, but I'd like to say if you, if you kill a Cyclops, you actually have a, a Cyclops model on the side or something like that, where if you do things in-game, you can then decorate your... Um, carrier interior with it and it's not just down to opening your wallet but we'll see it'll be auction it, that's incredibly optimistic which is rare for you so i'm proud of you for that but it'll be ox i would love what you what you're suggesting shan but it won't be it google Sue does it that's great good for them google Sue's quite cool actually because there's an early mission where you can either save a hospital or an orphanage and uh, depending on which option you choose your home instance reflects whether you save the orphanage or the hospital for anything okay okay cool um we um they also answered a couple of questions about the update um a commander coddy wampler asked will we need to return to a carrier admin system to equip um additional modules sorry equip optional modules and Paul responded, you do not need to make any jumps to install the social spaces themselves. However, new services are like any other and must be installed in the system that has carrier facilities. If your carrier already has a shipyard, its on-foot counterpart will already be installed. So so I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a system. I'm assuming anybody uh, who has jumped has a fleet carrier is possibly at a, at a system already. Yeah, I think what that means, how I interpret it anyway, is you can have the interior if you're not at a admin system. But if you want to add like a bartender and genomics and whoever, you then have to be at the admin system to add those features. Yeah, if it, if it doesn't have like a out-of-ship counterpart. So, for example... I don't have what would be classed as the black market on my fleet carrier. So I don't think then I would have a bartender. I might be reading into that completely, completely incorrectly. I think I'm going to have to go and buy a black market for my ship so that I would have a bartender. I feel like they are going to be linking things. I don't know how they're going to link Vista, um, Vista Genomics. Universal Cartographics, maybe? Possibly. I mean, what I'm interested in is how much will that bump the... Um maintenance costs up will you we'll just have to get... find out that's i think we're gonna have to find out well i'll rephrase the question how much do you want them to raise the maintenance cost by do you want them to be like if you have a vista genomics and universal cartographics it doubles your maintenance price for universal cartographics because you've got both of them that means i'd have to do two missions for a week as opposed to one. Oof. um i i i can't see them increasing it I'd be very surprised if they increase it if I change if I add any anything extra because and I will tell you why because there are people who have fleet carriers in Horizons and people who have fleet carriers in Odyssey and I feel like they will want to they will want to have them paying the same amount because you could land on somebody's Horizons fleet carrier in odyssey and if they've got the counterpart of the on foot stuff you will still be able to go and visit that even if the person who is in horizons isn't able to or in uh, on xbox or something like that you know what i mean but as a carrier owner i'm talking about the, the the fee you have to pay if you're a carrier owner 
because uh, if you're in Horizon, you won't be able to buy the interior, so you wouldn't incur the extra maintenance costs anyway. If you were an Odyssey owner and you added all the extra services, the cost of running those on put services would then be added to your weekly total. And that's why that's why I'm saying not the case, because even if you are a Horizons player and you have a fleet carrier, um, and you're you're paying for those and, and Paul stated that you pay you pay for one thing and you also get the on foot equivalent as well. Um so if your carrier um already has a shipyard, then its on foot counterpart will be installed as is. So my thought process with that is that if you go on to a commander's carrier in Odyssey that is, um, say, for example, a console player, you will still be able to use the um, internals, even though they can't. Maybe. I guess we'll have to find out in the end. We're just guessing, really, at the moment to see how oh, it yeah, works. Yeah, absolutely. What rampant uh, speculation. I know, that, that's not like Lave Radio. <laughs> no, we um, just think we're rampant. And then um, Zach said um, a little bit later on saying that they were still aiming for later this week for update 11. That's not concrete, but that's the current plan. So I'm expecting next Tuesday. Do you think they could possibly do it on Thursday for the server check? So they bring the servers down, do the update, and then bring them back up again. So they do the server check and the update in one downtime. Well, it all depends on whether or not one will interfere with the other. They might not want to do it at the same time as a server tick, just in case um, something screws it up. I know I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, but Colin, they did used to go off and do server tick and um, maintenance all at the same time. True. I think think they'll do it next Wednesday because they're going to leave an extra day so we have nothing to talk about on Tuesday. And then (laughs) everyone is talking about it on the Wednesday. Yeah. Possibly. It's, it's, it's likely. Maybe a Wednesday or something. The day after. They normally do that to us. Um, does, yeah, it does feel like that. <laughs> we've also had the Steam charts out for February. Um, they have shown that the number of Steam players are approximately 12% down on January's, but we are still above July's figures by quite a margin. Um, yeah. I'm not sure how to read into that. Sorry, Colin. Yeah, I mean... It's it's there is there is a, a kind of fall off after January for in most game playing uh, communities I find unless the, the, unless there's a major update in February normally I think all games seem to drop a bit whether people have got bored from them from Christmas or something a new shinies come along but um, yeah it, it's it, also like, holiday time isn't it what yeah, January is yes. July July yeah, yeah July is I would imagine the summer months are the because everyone wants to go outside. I yeah. think the, the, re- the reason that we're using July is because that was like a real low point. No, no, July was actually quite a high point. I mean, was it really? Okay. Yeah, the low points were sort of um, September, October last year. That's when it really hit rock bottom. Uh, I mean, we were talking the the steam numbers were half what they are now. Oh, okay. So, you know, um, the reason that I always choose July is because that's the next highest number. The highest number we've ever had was in May, surprisingly enough. June, it dropped off by 50%. And then uh, July dropped off by another 50 So it had fallen by 75% by July. And we're now higher than we were in July. I, I mean, there's... No, go ahead, Jan. No, there are so many variables 
in mm. these player in these player numbers. I think it's very very difficult to attribute it to one thing or another. It could be it could be the weather, it could be holidays, it could be a game that's just come out or whatever. There's so many variables. I'm not sure you can read much into it. Um, but it is it is it is nice that the trend is up than where it was, if you see what I mean. So also it's just nice to know that there are still people playing. It's yeah. not exactly a fresh as Daisy's game. I mean I know Odyssey is, but um relatively, but um it's still nice to see see that people are logging in and playing. Um yeah. um, um still a big fan. The only other thing that I was gonna mention in development news, which wasn't included in here, they did do um there was a new Jurassic Park update that went a DLC that went out today as well. So they are busy. Frontier are doing busy things. It's it's got some wonderful water um like some water simulations in it. It's lovely. Um, I'm very impressed. But um, I just wanted to add that that is also there. So was this a paid for DLC or was paid it? Paid for DLC. Up? Yeah, it's um, there's a there's a um animated TV show um around Jurassic Park called Camp Cretaceous, and it's a tie in with that. There's a couple of skins that are based on some of the animals that are in the um that are in the in the show, and there's a couple of um bioluminescent skins that are pink that you can put on dinosaurs now which i'm quite excited about for no reason um camp cretaceous is that like a nickelodeon it's it it, it is it's a kids show um i'm not super familiar with it myself oh the only program like that i remember was the valley of the dinosaurs on swap shop somehow i knew you'd be a swap shop viewer now tiswals was far too anarchic for me at that age Oh, I, I knew it. My mum wouldn't let me watch this. But my mum wouldn't let me watch this. Was oh, see what I mean? Now we know what's wrong with Shan because he adding to knew. the algorithm, Colin. <laughs> adding to the algorithm. Um, I, I I think we can start talking about things that have actually happened in game. Now we have someone who is called a chief archivist, and I feel it would be remiss of me to not throw to him to find out what's been happening this week, Colin. Certainly, right. Um, this week, the in-game events. Uh, on the 2nd of March, uh, a lot of scientists and uh, um, people in ages have demanded that the organi- organization has been reinstated. Um, it comes under the tail of yet another wave of Thargoid attacks in the bubble, which the superpowers have no response to. And, of course, because the Thargoids are attacking independent systems, um, the superpowers aren't bothered about it at all. Uh, On the 3rd of March, uh, we had the beginning of the final stage of the delivery campaigns for the Colonia Bridge. Um, It's the usual stuff delivered to Alcor and Colonia Systems, um, and it will complete the the final six starports. Um, It makes you a lot of money, I have been told. Is that not right, Ben? Yeah, I've been making around about £30 per hand in. 30 mil, that's not too shabby at all. That's a week's worth of fleet carrier upkeep. Yeah, it's not to be sneezed at. Uh, I mean, you only get like a million credits for actually doing it, but who cares when you're getting 30 million in hand in? Mm. I really ought to do something about that in order to get my fleet carrier, but I'm a long way off that. Um, Anyway, uh, so on the 4th of March, uh, President Zachary Hudson has made a public broadcast regarding his proposal to remove the single term limit for the federal presidency in an attempt to try and reassure people that he's not trying to become president for life. I don't know what you guys think of that. I don't believe it. I think it's a bit close to home at the moment, actually. 
Yeah, you also got to remember that this kind of stuff was planned out months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just just saying it's a bit close to home at the moment. Mm, it does feel that way, doesn't it? Um, on the 7th of March, uh, act. Oh, can I just, just take oh, you close, close, not close to home, close to home, but am I right in thinking that on the assumption that we continually invite, uh, in the UK, we continually voted in the same party, that party could indefinitely have the same leader? I don't think so. I well, can't, usually, they be, can't they be the same one like, over just like two terms and then... No, Mrs. Thatcher was no. yeah, three elections, did you win? Yeah, same with, same with Tony Blair. Um, you basically, in, the, in our system, a lot of people get a bit confused to, about the leader and the actual party they vote for because they've been watching so much American stuff so they think they're yeah. voting directly for Boris Johnson or or Keir Starmer, or whoever it is, who you're actually voting for is your local MP. And it's your local MP that gets to choose the Prime Minister, not you. Yes, and that, that's why when Mr Cameron resigned, Ms May took over, and then when Ms May resigned, Boris took over. So even though they were, uh, uh, the Conservatives won the elections, the Conservative Party chose the leader, which then became the Prime Minister. Um, yeah. but, uh, this is a long-winded way of saying if we kept voting the Conservatives in and the Conservatives decided to keep Boris in, Boris could be leader for life. Yes. But, but that will never happen because we get so fed up of people after about oh, three elections. Yeah. Oh, we get, seem to get so fed up of, of people after a couple of years, frankly, but you know, yeah. in theory. Anyway, um, short-term answer is that um, the US have a limit of two terms and that's it. The only person to break that rule was Roosevelt during the war years, and uh, he didn't certainly didn't last his third term because he died. That's a slight handicap, isn't it? It is a slight handicap. Only he was a little bit more it's than just a slightly handicapped. Back, isn't it? <laughs> I wasn't going to go there with that. Uh... <laughs> I wonder yes. if we can get them back and get them in to record VO or something for a Formula <laughs> One game. <laughs> I'm sure we, we could get them to do a pop song. I'm sure. I'm sure we could. <laughs> It's funny that I in, if in the Formula One game, I wonder if you could have a Murray Walker uh, mode where basically random horrible things happen to the drivers just so that the commentator can go, and I never expected that. Or or whatever the commentator says happens, the opposite does. <laughs> and there's nothing that can stop uh, Hamilton now. Oh, where did that grand piano come from? <laughs> <laughs> just reminding me of some city now. See, I would, I would like mode. We need slapstick mode. <laughs> yeah, in these, in these management games, I'd like them to be PvP, so you could watch someone else play and then just drop things on them. I always want, want that in Sim City, where you could play as the Hurricane or the Godzilla or something like that. To... Oh, we have been educated by Phoenix Blue Zero. Apparently, Roosevelt had four terms, but after him, they added in a new constitutional two-limit term. So there you have it. The more you know. Yes. Do, do, do. And who said late radio wasn't educational? <laughs> well, we've been educated. Um, on the 7th of March, uh, ACT has now been disbanded following the defeat of the NMLA. So basically the Alliance, the Federation and the Empire have agreed to close down the counter-terrorism uh, unit, uh, basically because they've done their job too well. <laughs> Uh, with promotions all round and everybody's quite happy. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Um, 
And I think, is that it? Because I think that's it. I didn't see anything today. Yeah, there's nothing been today because they were probably no. expecting to release the um, re- uh, release the patch today. But um, Operation Ida uh, are currently repairing Bering Port in the coastal sector KN-S B4-9 and the Anti-Xeno Initiative. They're defending the three systems, uh, Gabia, Mangelis and Lem Lembas. Okay, so it's um, Gabia, Melangas, and Lembas. Just for anyone who needed the correct pronunciation of those. So that should be three. Uh, should be two drinks out of three there. I think. <laughs> but it be melange. Is it melange? I'm thinking it looks, it looks very much like the spice melange. It might be melange. Maybe maybe I got it wrong as well. I feel this is what happens when you host. Melanges. Melanges. There's a problem with the melanges on the plane. Oh no. <laughs> as opposed to the wingies. <laughs> well, on, on that note, now we've gone through what's happened this week, I think it's that time of week again. Store alert! And we actually do have some store alerts this week. I know, don't like fall off your chair. I'm glad you were sitting down. Um, we have some news that the Fleet Carrier Cosmetics are 30% off until March 11th in order for you to, to stock up on, 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 your, on your stuff for your Fleet Carrier Cosmetics. Um, has anybody taken that up? Oh, I've a Fleet Carrier. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why don't you buy one in advance again? Give you something to look forward to. Um, put it this way: I actually put that on Twitter. I got the most likes that I have ever had on a Twitter <laughs> on a Twitter post about the fact. Well, I need another four billion before I can even even think about getting those. <laughs> I think I had all the ones I wanted anyway from that. Um, so if they yeah. put a new one out, I might be tempted. If they made one that looked like the Battlestar Galactica or something like that, it might have been tempting. My thoughts were that they were going to um they were gonna like add more stuff with the fleet carrier release today and give us like the eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh to buy more stuff. So I wonder if they're gonna extend that at all. It would make sense to do that, wouldn't it? Along with adding fleet carrier interior options to the store. For sure, for sure. Um and the other thing, which I'm very excited about, um they they got speedway paint jobs for the corvette obviously the corvette is the ship that you um is is synonymous with going really really fast and nothing else famous famous they're gonna link it in with a formula one game are they a hundred percent a hundred percent it does look very racy with those stripes on it to be honest it It looks so good it it could be almost it could be almost said as false advertising (laughs) it's making me want to buy like a um 
I want to say fifth Corvette and see how quickly I can get it get it to go. I think they should have a racing skin for the Type 9. Do they not already? I don't think so. Quick, get to the store. See if the there store. is one. <laughs> There's got to be a, feed, a Speedway skin for the, the Type 9 or some kind of racing skin for it. But no, that's really cool. I really wanna. I really want. Um, yo, Buckyballers! After this eight ball um, shenanigans is all done with, can we have a um, can we have a Corvette race for like you know the the Federation Elite? Cheers! Thanks, Alec, in advance. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny you should mention that because yet again uh, I've put on the for- on the forums uh, uh, in the suggestions section and saying, listen to. Uh, to celebrate the fact that the F1 game's coming out, why can't we have the the installation from the tutorial with the gates on it? Just put that in the galaxy somewhere so we can all race around through the gates. They really ought to add a uh, body kit to the ship, you know, like the front, front and rear wings or something, or like a halo around the canopy or something. Yeah, there is that. There is that. There is that. I mean, I mean, look at her. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she just a beautiful? And that's available in more colours than just pink. She's absolutely beautiful. I, I want to build a racing Corvette. I think, Epiphus, shall we just do a race? <laughs> Hang on. I am looking up the T9 right at this moment in time to see what we've got. And I'm afraid to say, no, they don't seem to have. No, they don't seem to have it. I'm afraid they, to say. Do they not have the other one, which has got like the checkerboard pattern on? There's another one that's kind of race-like. I might, I might be entirely mistaken. It's been known to happen on occasion. Well, there's the turbulence packs, which <laughs> sounds like some real. <laughs> you've been. Those um, are the hardcore races. Yeah, ben but that's, just, that's about it. Ben has just put up the ultimate skin in chat, Colin. I've already got that. That's one of the. If you'd followed Top Shift, you would have seen my adder in that for the couple of emissions that I didn't. So you actually spent money on a ship skin you hate. I want to make it look even slightly, slightly decent. Yeah, I didn't want it to look like this. This standard adder, for goodness' sake! You don't want it to run stock, Shan. How very dare you! <laughs> I was actually tempted to do the um, the one in the hauler, which I absolutely love. Because you've got the speedway, the speedway skins in the hauler, but there's yeah. the hauler back. Uh, there's one called the hauler black contour, and that one looks like the van from the eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it sorry. Does. That is it that does. too old for? No, it's it, it does. I think it's that too old. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I just paid you a compliment there. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless your heart. Um, on that note, I think we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with our main discussion. The Federal Navy. We want you for Adventures Unlimited. Just last week I was mixing Sidewinder Slammers at a CD Space Park. I wasn't even pilot registered. And now I have a ship and a basic starting mission for the Federal Navy. Owing to recent actions in the Lave region, the Federal Navy now seeks to recruit another 1,000 entry-level pilots. We need you to add your strength to our military machine. I'm going to see the galaxy. We have missions for all pilots, regardless of combat experience or flight hours. Come and talk to us and we'll get you on the military ladder. Join the Federal Navy. Make a real pilot of yourself. Or die trying. Wait, what's that? Is that is that a ship coming? Are they looking for me? 
What do they? public service announcement from the fuel rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. 2. Note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. 3. If you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? Are you thinking of suing over missold Python protection insurance? Had an accident in an airlock or slipped in a space station cargo bay and thinking of suing for compensation? Well, don't. I tried to take my ship commander to court for making fertiliser out of my crewmates. Legal fees have left me with nothing, and now I'm hungry. All the time. At Watt and Brittany, we take small print very seriously. We have a massive team of lawyers just waiting to block your case and ramp up your legal costs. I wanted a simple, no-win, no-fee arrangement. My case got blown out of the water by Watt and Pritney, and now I have to rent out my arse for hydrogen fuel. At Watt and Pritney, we have a saying. If you don't want a beating, stay out of our court. I was savaged by a wild creature whilst fixing a vending machine. Can't I claim compensation? No, you can't. Because we have a massive team of lawyers, and you're just someone who works for a living. Watt and Pritney. Don't even think about it. And we're back. Um, so our, ma- our main discussion this week, um, you might have noticed that we have a different host of Live Radio this week, and it is me, um, because it is indeed International Women's Day. So they're letting me out of my corner, um, and I'm moving from being the token woman to actually being a woman who is on the show. Um, Ow. <laughs> I didn't call myself that. I'm just owning what you call me. <laughs> I don't um, think any of us have called you token. Shan has. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I was right here when it happened. Anyway, with that being said, um, it was it was very nice for um, for you all to like genuinely ask me if I would be interested in talking about like my experience as a as a t- as a as a womany type person um, in the gaming That's world. That's make of woman. Is that what we're, what we're going? I'm a, I'm, I'm a particular make of woman. I'm about fifty percent woman woman most of the time. <laughs> but um, we had um, yeah, it was because it's International Women's Day, and there were um, there were quite a few fair, fair few women who. Um, who play Elite Dangerous, who I know, who play Elite Dangerous, who are excellent human beings. I I feel like we're in a really good place in Elite, and Elite is super inclusive. From my personal experience, Elite is, has been super inclusive, and for the most part, everyone is incredibly welcoming and super, super great. Um... 
there have been times and I did I did warn you that I would be would be bringing notes but there have been times historically with maybe some other factions occasionally where I've been called all different sorts of names under the sun as I had the audacity to have a little bit of authority within the group um which because let's be honest let's be honest I'm family friendly on my streams but I swear like a fucking trooper everywhere else and that can be a bit abrasive for people um and I get that I get that it can be abrasive however there is it doesn't it doesn't change who who you are as a person and I feel like there have been there have been times that I have been entirely called up on literally just the fact that I am a woman who swears. Because if I was a man using this language, it wouldn't be the case. And I was called all sorts of names under the sun by other player factions, not my current player faction, but by other factions, I have been called all sorts of names under the sun and not accepted literally for who I am. And I know a lot of people have it a lot harder and I appreciate that, but there have been times where I've just been like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just calling you out because you've because been, I swear 100% I'm not joking you know my my wife and mother-in-law both swear more than I do it's but, yeah wow there are there are other things there are other things that have happened with other 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 times for example things where I don't want to use like actual commanders names or anything on those lines but there are there are situations where I have been called into account and scrutinised so much more than fellow people who have been at similar events to me or similar streams, and I have been called into account. And the only difference between me and those other people is the fact that I am a, I am a, I'm a woman. That's the only difference. Yeah. Oh, so, ah, oh, damn, these two planets aren't quite touching. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sai. I, 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 yeah, I don't want to say I was ignoring you, but I was more excited that these two planets looked like they were. No, like, that's it might fine. Have been <laughs> that's that's fine. That's important. <laughs> that is important. Well, I mean, um, I, I, as a, I mean, I've done my streaming, my my bit of streaming myself. I don't get anywhere near the numbers you do, obviously, Sai. But I do feel comfortable streaming without any, you know without any fear of people calling me out on just anything but other than me being a prat. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just I, I normally find that if you have a streamer who is an absolute pain in the bum and they, uh, you know, they're, they're being absolutely obnoxious and you don't like their content. And if they happen to be female, you don't, that's that to me is the too easy option to go after that. Because basically to me, that seems that I don't know whether I'm going to come across right here, but if you if you if you complain that of what you expect, stupid women can stream, then you know that seems to me to be basically taking the lazy way. You're not actually criticizing their stream for them being horrible. You're just being you're criticizing them because they're actually female. And what's the point of that? So, so there was the 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 law stream. You know when when um. Uh, Frontier had a wave of having like streamers yeah. who were in, into the law on. There was um, a commenter who was like, um, 
I happened to mention that I'd gotten into the law relatively late and I'd only really been play, paying a huge amount of um, attention to the law, kind of. Um, when Galnet came back, that was my, my thing. And he was like, this woman does not know anything, blah, 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 all of this stuff. And I was like... I've been playing the game since 2016 and he literally went to my, he went to my Inara profile and was like, well, you updated Inara in 2018, so you're wrong. He will actually me on facts that I was fully aware of. What and, a douche. Yeah, well, there's, there's what people, a pe dick. people exist solely for the um, intention of putting, yeah. putting women down. And I don't have it any, I really, honestly... I don't have it anywhere near as bad as some as some women do. And let me just say straight up from right now, trans women are also women. Um, and they like the lack of inclusivity that um, I, I find that trans women and um, that that community have is absolutely terrible in comparison to any anything that I go through is is peanuts compared to that. But it doesn't it doesn't belittle or it doesn't negate my my personal experiences. And yeah, I do believe that as a woman, and um, I'm, I know, Shanai, will we come to you in just a second, mate? Um, I do believe, like, it as a woman, we do maybe set ourselves to, like, this really high standard as well, or we try and aim for these standards. And we're really self-critical as well. So anytime anyone comes in and, like, criticises me, especially on the way that I look and not the way that I play the game, especially on the way that I look, when I know that they could go to somebody else's stream who is easily as big as I am and just be complimentary to that person. That 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 pisses me off because it's just... If you're going to be an arsehole, be an arsehole to everyone so we can all ban you. That'd be great. Um, but Shen, you had some comments about Mrs Shen. Yes, I mean, Mrs Shen, um, before she got busy in real life and stuff like that, she used to pay play competitive PvP to a very, very high level in Guild Wars 1. And when I say very right, she was in the top 15 players in the world at PvP in Guild Wars 1. So she was very, very good. And she got an awful lot of abuse for being a female player. And what she would find was that once they knew she was a, in quotes, real girl, um, they would then target her specifically, not because she was the best player or whatever like that. It's just simply almost like a macho pride thing. I don't want to be killed by a girl or I don't want to be shown up by a girl. That kind of misogynistic kind of stuff. Um, but on, on, the, on sometimes, because she's got quite a posh voice. Well, people say she's got a posh voice. But anyway, um, they would, some people would also soften to it, almost like try and not chatter up, but, you know, be a, act a bit weird. When they heard, heard her voice on on voice comms, so I'm just wondering if you had any experience of being picked on in game because they knew you were in quotes female. Oh my gosh, um, it would it would go back to like being in first person shooters. Now I would have never, I'd have never met. I would have never had the opportunity to meet my very very best friend had I not like. Um, 
finally decided that I was going to speak up. Because I don't think that, like, psychic, as you view psychic, it's pretty genderly ambiguous until you realise what it stands for. But but when you when you read psychic, it doesn't, like, scream, oh, yeah, this is a bird kind of thing. So um, I was quite happy not talking to any um, to anyone and just going ahead and playing, playing Counter-Strike and enjoying listening to the bands that were going on. But at one point, I would I finally spoke up. And I was really lucky in that I was on a um I was on a server with some absolutely wonderful human beings, a lot of whom that I'm still friends with to this day, one of whom is my bestest friend in the whole wide world. Um but and they were like they were like my bros, man. But if we would get someone new and they would hear my voice, that would be the thing. That would be the um Oh, what, why, why have you got a girl playing on your server? But we had more girls. It was quite a nice in- inclusive place. Inclusive place. Um, I did the, um, I did a, I did, I did a stream with, um, the Lemniscape folks, um, with like Tim's team and Jen and Jens and on the Frontier channel, um, a little while back. And there were a couple of people in chat who were like, Jens, you have to win because you can't get beaten by a girl. Why why you why have you got a woman on the stream? You can't get beaten by her. And I'm like, <laughs> please, it's 2021. Let's not bring this energy into 2022. Do you think that's all a um a side effect of what I still perceive to be a very traditionalist kind of approach? Oh, women shouldn't women shouldn't play games, they should be in the kitchen, that kind of horrible archaic thinking or women are the weak one so therefore if i get beaten by one i am therefore a bad player or i'm just like, wondering like my my penis is not not big enough because a woman can beat me or i am i am not the macho man that i deserve to be because a woman can beat me at a video game or you're letting down the bro side because you've let a woman beat you or don't let her win yeah, I mean that's certainly something Mrs. Shan had in in Elite. I must admit, I mean, obviously I'm a male player, but in Elite, I haven't picked up a lot of the attitude no. in the in the community. And that may be speculation, maybe because the demographics of the Elite community is different to that of your average shoot 'em up. I I 100% agree with you. I am so proud on the whole of the Elite Dangerous community because of how inclusive they are. And um, had I had I not stepped away from the people who were making me feel like shit, had I not done that and, and moved away, I probably wouldn't be playing now. There's a lot of factors, um, a lot of factors, and a really, um, a really awesome support network who's like, you well, you know why they're doing this because you're emasculating these other people and it's just like i think the elite dangerous community is super for the most part the elite dangerous community is so inclusive and so supportive and they will shut down people who are misogynistic or um anti-lgbtq etc or um anti-black lives matter all of that kind of stuff we have a very 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 good handle on um as a whole, of being able to drive those people down. And I'm so proud of the community for that. I think me, the worst instance of that I've seen in Elite was uh, I was on the same TeamSpeak server many years ago as uh, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was teaching, me and a few others seeking to fly and stuff like that. And he was just getting into the, being a, a complete, can't mention the word on a live show, but anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and there was a streamer, I believe, called Crass Kitty. And she was a very popular streamer at the time. Uh, I believe she was American. She's very, very popular. Good streamer, actually. Always, And she would role play in her stream. Yeah. So so she'd have a group of her wingmates and they would be the police and there's role play interdicting people and pulling them over. So basically it was a nice, interesting role play style stream. And um, he got into her instance because he said, I want to learn to role play and be the police and stuff like that. And because she was friendly and nice, um, she let him in. And he then proceeded to um, continually murder her ship until she was out of rebuys and was back to a sidewinder and was in tears. And all the time he was cackling with glee every single time he killed her and having her burst into tears because she'd lost everything because of him and his griefing. That just sickened me to the core. I really did. And that was when I never went on to speak with him again because I thought, I'm not, this is wrong. He needs mm. to be banned. He needs to go. And it was... It was deliberate, it was malicious, and yeah, I, I just hated to see it. I hated to be even witnessing it, and he thought it was really funny, so I, I, I hate the people like that still around. Well, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing that um, we at Live Radio have experienced, is that when you came on, we've been trying to get a female uh, voice back on Live Radio since Lisa View left, and and thankfully you did come along, Psychic, uh, but however, when we we did, there was actually a couple of incidents right when you started when we thought we were getting a couple of comments which seemed out of place. Um, and I must admit, it is a credit to the, the Elite Dangerous community that um, all those people who did make those comments have now just turned around and said, actually, we were worried about Psychic being a good fit. We were completely wrong. We She now fits in perfectly. Um Fair play. We were wrong. Put our hands up. Well, I mean, they were definitely wrong because I'm awesome. <laughs> and modest. Well, I'm, I'm so modest with it, Shan. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, <laughs> but it's, it, it is, it is really, it is really funny. It is a really funny thing. Um, just seeing, uh, seeing, um, people's, people's reactions as well. And, <laughs> um, there's kind of like, I I don't think that people were quite as would have been quite as surprised how well I did at Buckyball had I not been me, and I don't know whether that's me as in um, these these boobs put you at a natural disadvantage if you know that reference. Um, but had it had it not been like had it been that part of me or just because of me because I'm a cretin, it's probably probably yes probably a combination of both to be fair. I mean, I don't feel particularly vulnerable or whatever in in say, in admitting you and me in a in a one v one kind of thing in FPS. You will kick my butt. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, I I don't feel ashamed to admit that. I mean, there was a PPP player in is it Raya in um, in Elite used to be very very good with railguns, mm. and yeah, she was she was she was a good player. And isn't um. Isonona, if that's how you pronounce it, wasn't she a female commander? You know, he did those amazing Flight of Siftos videos. Wasn't she a female? Know. I have absolutely no idea. Um, well, I, I'm going to be cheeky now because it, it's something that Ben wanted to ask me. So if I ask you, it sort of makes it all right. Um, Sai, have you ever felt the need to play a male avatar just to kind of like 
you should play a game you're not on voice comms, obviously. Have you ever thought about playing a male avatar just to give yourself a break from, oh, you're a girl thing? Have you ever thought about doing that? No, I've never. If, if the opportunity arises, especially when I started playing, my options were um, this bearded, um, burly gentleman, or this alternative bearded gentleman who is actually blonde. Those would like those would be my options. It would be it would be very rare of the games that I was playing that I would get to play um, a, a female protagonist. In my experience, there are female protagonists, um, but so- um, I don't like begrudge like ever. I, I know blokes who play will choose actively to play as a female character. Um, I see um, it was Nerd Cubed who brought it up to light for me that he he would always play a female character when given the option to play a female character. Because especially in some of the early games that he, he would play, if they shifted the dialogue to be a female, sometimes it wouldn't really make sense in some areas. So we always used to play play female characters just to see what the dialogue was like and see what the dialogue changes it were and then it just stuck. Yeah, I mean my my avatars I got a female avatar and but that the reason for that dates way, 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 way back like that is because when I started gaming or the or online gaming, the male character models all looked like they had had a lobotomy and gone to Chippendales and were Chippendales. I and I just didn't want to see a character that looked that dopey because I'm quite an aesthetic driven person. I, if it looks, if it looks nice, if it looks good. That's for me. I want to spend time looking at something that's nice. It's you know whatever. I don't I don't want to see a half rendered beefcake character. Um, so I started off playing female characters just simply because if I have to look at them in three, you know, in third person, it was a lot. It was a lot nicer to look at than some stupid one like that but saying that i don't particularly enjoy hypersexualized female characters because that's just stupid you know that just doesn't really inform me but the reason why my avatars like it was because i played a, a female avatar in guild wars one and the reason where shinari right now comes from that's just a name generator i couldn't couldn't think of a name so i jumped to a name generator and that was um uh, and that was where the name came from. And the character was had red hair and stuff like that. And from then on, in all online games I play, I have a character that looks as close to the original Shan as I can, so that when my friends join me in game, oh, there's Shan. That's that's Shan's character because they all have the same look. So that's kind of why I do it. It started off as an aesthetic thing. And also, what I tended to find back then with male character models is they weren't as well rendered or modeled as the female ones. They tend to have armor that clipped and stuff like that. So I, I just didn't want to go that way. Um, so, yeah, it's quite an interesting topic, actually. So would you not buy a game then, sorry, if it didn't have a female character, a playable no, female character? No, I prefer it. I'd prefer there to be um, either um, either being, like, wonderfully gender um, genderly ambiguous or being able to... Um, um, like choose the way you look, and then choose what your pronouns are. Um, are it's especially especially in this day and age is super is super important to me. Um, um, I I'm quite happy running around like in No Man's Sky as a little geck person. I don't know if they're male or female. I'm fine with that. But um, things like I think 
I think cyberpunk has done a really good thing with um, inclusivity like that. Um, the Sims is just starting doing things like that. I know I'm going off. I know I'm going off topic with game with games as well, and I wanted to keep this more on elite. Um, there is there is an excellent excellent game called um, called uh, Not for Broadcast, which um, is a it's a um, it's just an excellent game. I highly recommend you check it out. It's um, it's going to win so many awards. It's so good. Um, but you play as your character's name is Alex and your partner's name is Sam. Take that as you will. Um, but and you never get to see the characters. So that, that those kind of things um, where it can it can be left to you to decide on um, how your character is choosing to present themselves or choosing to be is for me super important so what's your view of the character creator in, in elite in the league because i found personally i found the facial variation is good hairstyle choice meh and but there's only one body type there's only one size i mean yes no one wants to make the weird kind of stuff you could in uh in aeon for example but I don't know. I just they just don't the avatars don't really do anything for me in terms of in terms of wanting to identify at looking at a character saying, Oh, that's my Shan character simply because there's so little variation in how they look. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd love I'd love that to be explored more in um in Elite. Let let's not forget that they didn't they haven't bought when when did they bring in like character and avatar changes it can't have been too oh, long ago it was a hollow me wasn't it horizon. in in horizons 2.3 something like that yeah 2.3 so and well, actually in vr it's kind of disturbing looking at your character in vr because they all look about 16 <laughs> you know they're just not uh, they're, they're you can't age your character, Chan. It's just that nobody really wants to because they. I mean, no, that's I'm just, just make them grey hair or wrinkles. What I'm talking about is there. If you look at the size of the character in the chair in VR, it looks about four foot two. It doesn't look realistic height or average height, should we say? Yeah, but that's that's just the VR perspective. I mean, as far as I'm aware, when you walk around, I mean, the main pro, the the main issue that. I've seen in other MMOs hasn't happened in Elite yet because it's very, very difficult to socialize. And there's positives to socialization with socializing with people around the around the bar. And of course there are negatives. Um and I don't think we've got to that point there where either either of those things come into effect. Is there much of a role play community in Elite, i.e. their characters will meet up somewhere? I think they could be. Um, Oh, I think got... I think given given more options, given more um, more defining character options, I I genuinely I genuinely do think that they could be like I can't I can't make my characters thick with two C's and a K, you know um, I I want to I want to have I want to have my Gek in Elite, <laughs> you know that... so it's it's it but that. The, well, that is that is really that is really great. I think um, Commander Face Guy brought up that um, uh, she thinks that the character creator was amazing in Elite because she connected so much to her character. She became her character, and I think I think that's wonderful. And I love the fact I love that story. I love Face Guy so much. Um, so I'm going to throw the question open to myself and Colin and Ben mm -hmm. as well. Is have you ever felt? I won't say victimized, but have you ever felt? 
embarrassed is perhaps the proper word because you're male you're playing a male player playing a game. Which is funny because we, we we talked about um women feeling I uncomfortable because they're women. So I'm I'm sort of like splitting the question around about being uncomfortable because you're a man. No, no, never. Never felt uncomfortable. And this probably goes down to, you know, the good old um male privilege that uh I've that it's it's not it's certainly not a disability. It's just you completely and utterly forget how lucky you are that you don't have to worry about certain things that um Yeah, the old white man's opt- burden kind of thing. Yeah. I mean you forget that uh walking down the street I don't get um <laughs> I don't get any cat calls or anything like that. And I think the closest I've ever had to that kind of thing is when I've actually had female tunes and MMOs where I've had obviously people hitting on you and you type into the chat, no, I'm male in real life, MRL, and they'll still keep on hitting on you, which I think that's a bit of a weird one. <laughs> but <laughs> I've noticed that a few times. I think my funny, my most memorable one, or and it was one of the very few times I've been lost for something to respond to, to be fair. And uh, again, it was in Guildhall's one, so it was a long, long, long time ago. And uh, this player came up to came up to me and says, um, can, can I join your guild? And we're very choosy about who we had in the guild, so I, so I kind of let them down. I let them down gently, saying, oh, no, we know we're, we're not recruiting at the moment, but thanks for the question, etc. like that. And um, they said, oh, we can... You know, we we can we we can merge our guilds together, and I sort of went okay. And they go, yeah, as, as part of that, I, I think we should um, when, when we do merge guilds. I think to signify the union, uh, we should get married. And it was like, what? Oh my gosh! Because remember, oh. I was saying a female avatar at the moment, and I I I, I just logged out. I just, I, I was laughing because it was so ridiculous, but it was like I don't really know how I can. I feel very uncomfortable with this conversation. I think I remember feeling, but uh, I don't know if any of you have anything like that at all. Being proposition, I haven't really played MMOs, <laughs> so um, I, I haven't. I haven't see, like super been um, propositioned in a game. I have obviously um, after playing um, Counter Strike um, with teenage boys had um, dick pics sent to me. Oh, lovely! Lovely, absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, so um, I mean, sarcastic there. I, I I love I I love a dick pic because I can send a fully um direct criticism to them. F- um. <laughs> I've had I've had um, naked girls send pictures of them in Guild Wars Two to me. Uh, okay. like, you've got you've got to love you've got to love the people who have the the bravery to send an unsolicited dick pic. Please don't do that. I mean, I I I believe that our audience is. Mature, um, enough mature to enough to not not do those. <laughs> I, I will, I will accept, I will accept um, animal pictures all the time. Post them in my Discord. That's not a problem. Uh, naked will, animal pictures. Quite, quite happily accept any form of cute animal, including so, sex. Dear listeners, send your naked alpaca pictures to Colin. Absolutely oh, do. Just, <laughs> oh, no, no, um, it's Shan who's got the blooming alpaca. Thing. I mean, to, to my, be fair, Colin will just them on. No one sent him any dick pics. <laughs> so, so it's really what psycho cow put. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. But I, I don't know. I kind of feel quite uncomfortable thinking about 
other people treating women and even the men men like that because I think as I said in Discord chat when we just got on the main topic. If I if I look at a stream, I watch the stream, and if I enjoy the stream, I I, I never once does it go, oh, this is a girl before oh I'm enjoying the stream. You know, it just doesn't enter my head the gender of the person doing the stream. And I don't I I, I just don't know, it just seems such a weird kind of way of thinking. But whether because whether it's because I've been married for thirty years, I'm not sure, but I, I feel like there's um I do feel like there's um there's, there's, I think there's a stigma that fem- like um, female streamers put on themselves as well. Um, a, a little bit, like I think I know I spoke to somebody about the amount of time it, I, it takes me to prepare to get to start streaming, and it's like, okay, I do X, Y, and Z. I get this ready. I make sure that my hair's good, my makeup's good, and they're like, well, you know, um, the other the other day I started my stream countdown and went and had a shower and came back and I was ready to stream, and I was like, I hate you. <laughs> I've, I've never actually been on a stream where it's happened, but I have heard of uh, women who do this, but it's where they deliberately flirt with the camera and it's almost like a um, only fans version of a live stream i suppose i made the mistake of when i one day when i was browsing twitch and it was a it was described as an asmr <laughs> just chatting dream and that was that was very disturbing and not at all what i was expecting uh and let's just say it was it was a Scantily clad couple of young girls making love to their microphones. I mean, um, I mean, that... different strokes for different folks. Don't yeah. knock it. And they so fair play to them. They had a lot of viewers. Well, you know, they were on the front page of Twitch. It's probably I assume they were on the front page of Twitch because that must have been how I saw it. See, my my view of that is it actually doesn't do the issue of harassment against women on live streams any favors at all. And I'm not saying it's their fault or whatever. It's it's just kind of like, well, I don't know. I find the whole thing uncomfortable. To be fair, it's so, it does sound a little bit like with with respect, Shan. That does sound a tiny, tiny, tiny smidge, a little bit like victim blaming to to some extent. Well, they those women are just asking to have a harassment. I'm trying to put myself in the mind of the idiot who's doing it. You see. So it's not my opinion. I'm just trying to. I guess you, I by idiot who's doing it, do you mean the streamer, or do you mean people who are the guy who's equating that behaviour with with that? Do you know what I mean? It's not. I, I as I say, this is a topic I find quite difficult to explain properly. I guess because for me, it's so out of my it's so out of my comfort zone and how I behave that I'm finding it hard. So it's not a victim blaming at all. Side so. I apologise if that's how you interpreted it, but I, I can see how if you're that teenage hormonal thing, there will be that assumption, well, so-and-so does it, so therefore you can do it, and you can do it, and you can do it completely wrong, completely, you know, what, whatever mindset. That is not the equation I'm trying to get, but anyway, I'll shut up now, I'm digging. And you, I, I'm, I want to touch on this very, very brief, briefly, but you're actually bringing up something that I'm getting concerned of, shall we say. You know, my son's now uh, 15. I know, Colin, you've got a teenage daughter and things like that as well. I do not want them to be in, the con- in, in a position where either my son or my d- daughter in the future or anyone's kids feel obligated that this is the norm. 
And that that worries me if they're seeing this kind of behaviour on platforms that they look up to. I think that's a, um, that's a, that's a really good point. And we can only serve as, um, uh, as um, people who enjoy content to make sure and enjoy Elite Dangerous and like, let's swing it back around to the Elite Dangerous space. And we can only serve as examples you within this community. Up. Yeah. Yeah, we can only serve as examples in this community as to how like absolutely fucking awesome and inclusive the Elite Dangerous community is. And go and appreciate that and make sure we smack down any misogyny, any... Um, uh, misandry, any uh, isms of any kind, and just make sure that we're being like this awesome community that I know that we can be, and we know that we are. But also, when people like Shan go and put their foot in their mouth to just manage to tell him what he's doing wrong. Yeah, and that's you know speaking as as a man. Yeah, I know that there are you know speaking as a straight man. Yeah, I know that there are times that there are there are simple things that I. I literally have no concept of. You know, I've got no idea what it's like to be transgender or gay or a woman or any of these things. Because I just don't have any... I don't have the, I don't have the context. Um, and I don't know if I can get the context, if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think Bill and Ted said it best. Be excellent to one another. And party on, dude. Party I mean, on. like, don't drink too much gin. Because <laughs> then you forget what happens at the end of the night. Bill and Ted didn't say that. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just adding to it, <laughs> adding Is my wisdom. Just an addendum. Yeah, <laughs> my wisdom. Just don't drink too much gin. <laughs> um, th- I think we will, we will wrap up there. Thank, thank you again, um, folks, for having, like, having me host and like wanting to ask those questions of me because it really means a lot that you to me that you want to like highlight this as a thing especially given the fact that you haven't had a female voice on here for so long (laughs) because frontier didn't actually release update 11 yeah that's all it is (laughs) all you needed was some filler (laughs) i I hate to tell you this i but you're not done the show yet you still have community corner mostly clueless i know i know i I just wanted to thank you for that bit i've done these bits before it's fine We're gonna, we're gonna, move, we are gonna move on to the community corner now. Um, we do have um, Jaguarius. I'm gonna say it's Jaguarius. If it's not, if it's Jaguarius, that is a problem, and I'm not happy with it. So I'm going with Jaguarius. Um, they're creating a, a fleet carrier scale model, and it is absolutely beautiful, isn't it? Fluffing amazing. amazing. It is, isn't it? Holy nuts! It's like with all the LEDs and stuff, and it's. She she be thick with three C's and a K. Holy nuts! It's it's amazing. It really yeah. it really is. Okay. Also also in the community um, community corner, Obsidian Ant has touched on the question of consoles versus Elite Dangerous. Um, Goat's Giraffe has been trying a PvP with an FDL. That's um, quite funny. <laughs> I'd recommend people see that because it's actually quite funny. At because uh, he's making all the mistakes that I think everybody everybody makes when they first start out 
Um, um, the uh, Brother Sabathius has posted in the forums about the new Buckyball race for this month as part of the 8-Ball Challenge, the Aquarium Club. It looks like it's going to be a hilarious one because it involves planetary landings. I think it's the only one with an SRV as well. So um, it's going to be nonsense. And it also involves you having to have your shields turned off, which is definite nonsense. Um, the Fatherhood. This was on the newsletter, which did happen and I'd forgotten all about. But um, the Fatherhood have announced their Lost Souls expedition, which I believe is taking part at the begin in the beginning of uh beginning of next month or the end of this month, one of the two. But that is um that is happening. Um and there is a, a, a chance to sign up on that on that uh, on that thing or, or on the website. A link's in the in the show notes. Um we have also missed out the turning the wheel initiative um that's still happening apparently they're still doing still doing things with the with the dark wheel and there is a link in the show notes to the forum post where you can see what to do with regard to that we also have our um our most declueless section um which is from commander nopleus um who has said um, the DSS has a display of areas with biologicals because they genuinely thought that the blue was a shader bug and didn't know how and where to look to scan biologicals. To expand on that, as someone who doesn't do a huge amount of exobiology, I think, is it the darker areas? The darker blue areas are the places where you can see the um, no. the higher concentration? Or is that wrong? That's that's actually wrong. The, well, I'm I'm quite happy for it to be wrong, Colin. <laughs> the darker, all the darker areas really are are effectively mountains. And it's the way the shaders the shaders being displayed is is just mountains or or different or mount, or geological features. The as long as it's blue, the chances are something will be there. Now there there are certain plants like um, the frutexa. They are only found at altitude so you'll have to go up those mountains to find them but uh normally any different shades of blue i'm afraid to say it's it's just um height what what i tend to do is i tend to drop out in a lightish blue area and i just fly until i spot the biological land um, i mean that, rather... that tends to be what i've done as well but there is a science around it. I'm, I'm sure someone who's uh, done way more of them than I have can explain the science. Because I did see it explained of that. Because it's not just a shady thing. There are definite patterns to look for within different colours of blue. But it seemed a bit complicated to me. So I kind of ignored it and just flew around looking for them on the ground. Fair, fair, yeah, that's like my the extent of my exploration has been... Look at like going around the ground either in an SLV or not in or on my ship and going, Oh, look, there's some there. I'll just scan that, that'll be fine. What, what I tend to do is I tend to look at the uh biological type, and if it's uh bacteriological, I go, Nah, I can't bother. Yeah, yeah, I ain't, I ain't taking all my time looking for those, not a chance. Um, did we have um, did we have any other? I have other business, <laughs> I do have some other business. Um, can be business, sensei. I, I have um, this weekend. I don't know exactly what time it is, but this weekend, um, my of some uh, some tabletop um, friends of mine over at the Wayfarers League channel on Twitch are doing um, 
Well, they're doing streaming for uh, um, a refugee um, charity all week. My friend, um, my friend Sarah is live during the morning doing um, uh, uh, character sketches for um, for ten quid. If you check ten quid in the charity's direction, she'll do a um, do a charity uh, character sketch for you, which is which is awesome. So she's done some amazing ones so far, and she's doing them ten to one all week. But also. Um, uh, this weekend, I'm going to be on um, in a a goblins game, which is a system I'm not even aware of. And I believe you play as six different goblins and you're part of a family and it's going to be absolute chaos. And I can't wait. Um, but that is over on twitch.tv slash wayfarers underscore league. Um, and they're a wonderful bunch of people who do a lot of different um, tabletop and role playing events. Um, there's also the following weekend, a bunch of, um, Elite Dangerous Commanders, um, myself, Karamba, Katie Chaos, Errol237 and Commander Archer are doing an over 24 hours roundtable, um, round robin stream, um, for care.org as well. That's Friday and Saturday. It's starting on my, on my channel, um, a week on Friday. Those are the two things. Have anyone else got any other business? Yeah, I think both Colin and I do. So my other business is quite boring. Just saying I'm not going to be able to join you guys next week because I'm going to be up in the loft emptying it out, hopefully. Uh, so I ain't going to be here. Okay. It's going to take you all evening to empty your loft. It's going to take me a good couple of days at least. Oh, wow. Uh, is it a dumping ground? Oh, God. My, uh, my wife seems to think that the loft is the loft the shed the kids play shed and occasionally various bedrooms are all basically the tardis and we've got about 13 years worth of oh just put up in the loft to get rid of so are you I, so you're sorting it out not just I, uh, well i am this is what we've been having discussions about shall we say so uh, is your wife my, a hoarder my, yeah um, my take of we've not needed it for six months it can go in the bin or it can go to the charity shop and I want us to be harsh and I want us to empty the, the loft out on the other hand my wife is a big softy and is like oh telly I first bought when I was 17 I can't get rid of that get, get her to watch uh, Marie Kondo on um... yeah yeah um, but but that that's a fallacy because I swear to god everything I own sparks joy and I need to get rid of so much <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Shan, Mrs. Shan married condoed me a, yeah, a year or so I ago. Oh, it was oh, I nightmare. Things. We, we yeah, got, it was. It was like when we when we moved, we got rid of so much stuff, and I still have so much stuff and nowhere to put it. I do need to go through everything again. I There's your that. secret, Ben. Move house. Move house. Yeah. <laughs> Move house because at one point you will get absolutely sick of packing it and just be like, "No, we're going to skip it. It's fine." <laughs> Well, ironically enough, when we, you know, when when the wife and I started, first started going out with each other, she'd only just moved into that house, and there was already random weird stuff in the loft. Like, there was a suitcase, and there was some old carpet, and the suitcase had random things from the 80s or something like that in it, like newspaper clippings and so on. Mrs. Sharon's evil does with this stuff. She goes, if you haven't used it for two months, you obviously don't want it. I'm going to throw it out. What? So yeah, if you haven't used it for two months, it goes out. Mm. Apparently. Um. 
Colin, I believe you have some other business as well, my lovely. Yeah. Um, well, I've decided to change the times of my stream. Um, I, I can. I'm finding it very difficult to stream at eleven o'clock at night because I'm I'm old and tired now. <laughs> um, so uh, I have moved my, my streams to Saturday morning and Sunday morning for. So if anybody wants a nice chilled out stream, scanning plants, that's where I'll be. And Colin can show you how to do it as well. Yeah. yeah. Colin so does plants. Colin, okay. Colin will show you all of the all of the <laughs> Colin's important plant mechanics. <laughs> Colin's compost corner. I love it. Yeah, it, there's one. Shan will never know the beauty of compost corner because he didn't watch Tiz was. <laughs> okay, oh, I what? think I think that um, that brings us brings us to the end. Unless anyone's got anything else that they want to bring up. Absolutely fine. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, uh, Zampha from the forums wanted us to make up something about the update for him. Um, uh, it's it's really good. It's fantastic. Um, by lo I, I've bought lots of arcs and I'm decorating my ship perfectly. It's all pink. Is that all right? Is that all right? Do you think that's all right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, did you notice? Did you notice how one of the carrier interiors looked exactly like the cockpit of the Panther Clipper? I did. I did notice that. And that was such a surprise that they released the Panther Clipper at the same time. I, know, I, I can't even get out of the thing. The, I the best thing about it is I love the fact that we can actually man our turrets in the... In the, <laughs> in the yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that is so cool. Just And the, the fact that you can the, just the fly the out... carrier on carrier battle. Is, that yeah. is so amazing. I couldn't believe that they actually got all of that instancing to work first time without a problem. Now, that is the biggest lie that you will hear the whole time. <laughs> um, sorry for changing. Ben, you had, a, you had an interesting encounter this week, didn't you, with the pirate in game? Oh, I did, I did actually. Um, if, if we're not wanting to. to no, wrap go up ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you can wrap up in a second. I'm quick. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I actually had a lot of fun um, with. Oh, I. I want to remember the guy's name because it was a really it was it was banana something or something. Um, I'm just going to have to look look up in my, our history looking for fo for photos. But uh, so I've been doing the uh, doing the CG in open, and I've been flying it in my hauling Cobra, not Cobra, in my hauling Cutter. With you know, I've got sort of like 700 tons of space. I do have shields, but not the best shields. I've got guns on it, but you know they're not. It's it's more optimized for for hauling, uh, and I got interdicted by a naked cobra who went off and abandoned one tongue commander and go free. And I just kind of looked at him and was like, "Oh bless you," and then I went off and offered him two tons. Oh bless. See, Fedzi's kind of playing along with it. Fair dues for playing along with it. I mean, I think, as I mentioned in in the chat at the time, when people used to try and do that for me in like a uh, an, an early ship, I would drop a couple of tons of Thargoid probes. Yeah. Knowing they wouldn't have corrosive resistant cargo bays, so their ship Sham, would that's melt. Just you being that's a the dick worst again. thing. That's you being so mean. <laughs> yeah. I, I Sorry, really love it. I, I like the idea of the, there being like. Um, the, these people who are like, oh, take a Cobra Mark III out and get all of the goods. I'll do it c constantly over and over again and they won't know. Well, the worrying thing was, you know, I gave them two and I think they must have only had enough room for one because they only picked up one of my of my canisters. 
So I went back and scooped it up. And I was like, I actually even went off and said, you know what? I know that you know a cobra can quite easily take eight canisters. Would you like eight of them? Because I'm not going to notice eight. And he's like, no, it's okay, thanks. Ed. And he was like, thanks anyway. And the best thing about this guy was he was Kevin the Banana. He was so Kevin want, the Banana, okay. I want to give a, a shout out to Commander Kevin Banana in his shieldless Cobra Mark III. It was amazing and I, I had a lot of fun and thanks, thank you so much. And then another commander whose name I did not get in a Viper decided he was just going to shoot me. Uh, in the same run, actually. Uh, and again, I kind of looked at him and I just like, yeah. You're not even worth my time, and I just boosted away and just frame shift drived <laughs> off to the station. I, I think you should have just rammed him. Wake. Yeah, you should have just rammed him. I, it's just like you're not worth. You're not even worth shooting. Oh, and I, 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 I just went off and uh, did a low wake to the station instead. See, I got a great deal of respect for people who role played the pirate bit. Yeah, in, in, in this game, you know, just because with most people they'd get interdicted and they'd turn around and and blow the other shit up you know they wouldn't yeah i think it's i think i i, I like that I, I do like that so kudos to that guy bless him brand new having to go out of piracy wonderful oh yeah, here we um, go happy moon monkey has made a not an allegation but a unverified statement oh okay 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 <clears throat> it's it's possible uh but you know, he gave me a kevin banana gave me a positive experience so I, I will give him that. Um, and I just thought it was cute. Um, on the other hand, Commander Okham Yam, I think, maybe, uh, is just wanting all about the naked cobras, apparently. What would his cobra mark for? A naked, naked cobra mark for? And on that note... Yes. And on that note, I think we will we will do some shout-outs. Our sister station, Hutt Radio, broadcasts on Thursdays from 8.30pm. And you can tune in on twitch.tv slash Truckers or for just the audio at radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash EliteDangerousCQC. We're also giving shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts which have appeared over the last year or are standard regular contributors. There is Algarab AM, um, Black Sky Legion, um, who do other space sims as well as some real-life science and tech bits. Um, The Canon podcast. For Spanish speakers, there is the Elite cast. Um, Fatherhood podcast. Flight Assist. Um, you're, you're going to love these on next week. Um, the Guard Frequency, who do other space sims, uh, Loose Screws, Squeaking for- Fuel, and System Chat. Uh, for those who want a literary discussion about sci-fi and fantasy books, you can just subscribe to the Data Slate pro- podcasts created by Station Commander Alan Stroud. Um, following this, we have the latest Gownet News Digest, as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and Commander Beetlejude. Thank you to those who have chipped in on chat, um, on Twitch chat, and the in-game commanders. Um, have you had anyone? Have did you manage to get to this um, to Lave Ben? And have you had anyone visit you and say hello? Yep, I've been flying around uh, assassinating people with Chris Mark IV and Commander Miggles. Excellent. Excellent. Um, special thanks to Commander Tokuso, Jay and Trax and Alan Stroud, who has created the music used on the show. And that's it for another episode of Lave Radio. If you would like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com, hit us up on facebook.com slash laveradio, tweet us at laveradio. You can join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash laveradio. 
We also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat, which you can find at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Do get in touch if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. Thank you to my panellists. Those have been <laughs> Ben, Colin and Shan. Excellent human beings. Um, and also, and special thanks today to our tech specialist, Chris Mock4. Uh, until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And just as a side note, thank you very much for like, listening to me go on about um, women. I love women. <laughs> and I mean that in every sense of the word. I absolutely adore women. They're fantastic. Um, so... Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for, like, giving me this opportunity. And I know it was only for filler because Update 11 isn't out, but I really do appreciate you, like, embracing me in the way that you have. Also, listeners, Thank you, you rock and all of that stuff. Anyway, um, I'll be back to not being soppy and um, and all shit and stuff <laughs> next week. <laughs> Until next yep. time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. two seconds i'll be right back since the launch of fleet carriers in 3306 and the newfound ability for some commanders to leave their pilot seat and start walking about in 3307 the next big innovation has to be bringing those two things together walking around in fleet carriers premieres today the 8th of march 3308 and brewer corporation is hosting a reception on this fleet carrier in the mizar system Let's go inside and get some first impressions. It's a bit quieter than I'd imagined. 
I'm Commander Beetlejude. And I'm Commander Wotherspoon. This is the fleet carrier belonging to Cannon Boffin, Commander LCU No Fool Like One. We're interested to know if there will be any golden statues of Dr. Arkanen in the plaza. But as you can see, it's pitch black in here. Perhaps Brewer is planning to surprise us all with a surprise party later. Are you sure you got the right date? Yes. Update 11, 8th of March. It was pushed back by a week, but no one realised it was supposed to be the 1st of March anyway. This is definitely the day. Hundreds of fleet carriers have returned to the star systems that have a Brewer outfitting facility to fit all the exciting new services, such as... Um, Vista Genomics? Yes, Vista Genomics. And the other ones. Perhaps Apex Interstellar, the shuttle taxi people. A bartender, and the ability to trade materials directly from one commander to another, I think. Not sure about frontline solutions. You wouldn't want them on your fleet carrier, would you? But I'm sure you can buy a Pioneer Supplies shop and make a commission on every sale. You'd have to find them first. Not easy in this darkness. But yes, there's likely to be a lot of congestion and a lot of frustration trying to get these new services into your fleet carrier when everyone else is trying to do the same. Uh, how about the carriers of the Deep Space Support Network? Tens of thousands of light years away, and yet they're sure to want a Vista Genomics installed. Think of all the tritium they'll use getting back to Colonia. And think how busy Colonia's going to get. Anyway, one of the most amazing things in the new carrier social area will be the jump room. You can sit in there with your popcorn and watch as the carrier jumps 500 light years. It's not Batman. But it's still pretty impressive, apparently. And what about the unsocial area, the captain's ready room, where they can get away from the hustle and bustle of having to interact with people? Not that there are many people in here right now. And look at their star charts and have a drink in private. Might as well drink it straight from the bottle. Remember, this is LCU's carrier. Don't drink from any bottles before you've checked if it's full of Thargoid slime samples. Anyway, if you're a fleet carrier owner and you want to lock yourself away in your ready room, you can. You might even be able to sit down. Who knows? Who's that? I can hear you. I have my Thargoid swarm ready and I'm not afraid to use it. It's all right. It's just us. You know, from Gatlet News Digest. What are you doing creeping around on my carrier? We're here for the grand opening ceremony. <laughs> well, you'd better come back on Thursday. I have to get 30,000 pieces of cheese and pineapple onto these cocktail sticks before the ceremony can happen. Or at least I think they look like cheese and pineapple. You don't want to know what they really are. Did we get the date wrong, then? Oh, no, that was all Brewer's fault. They've been so busy stashing away the goods for the Colonia Bridge that they haven't had time to finish off the fleet carrier interiors. They also want to make sure they pissed off Lave Radio by denying them the chance of doing some hot takes on the night. If it's not Thursdays, they'll almost certainly deploy fleet carrier interiors at 4.45 on Friday afternoon. Everyone knows that's the best time of week for the deployment. Anyway... Would you like to come in and see my Thargon swarm? I've been training them to do the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. They're awfully good at it, you know. They only very rarely explode against the members of the audience. 